yellow and white and we're looking good You'll be in for a fight and we fight pretty good Getting goals is our job and we get goals good Looking good, we are Carlisle United Carlisle United, the team that's on the ball Hello everyone and welcome to the latest of our series of special interview episodes of the Brunson Bugle. Uh, yes, I know what you're thinking. This is the one that I've been promising for weeks and weeks and weeks, but all I'm going to say is better late than never. Uh, this one's been delayed for a while due to some technical issues I was having with the files, but I finally managed to resolve them and bring you the chat I had with the Blues top scorer this season, Christian Dennis. Now, firstly, uh, this was recorded at the start of October, so a couple of bits are, of course, a little bit out of date now. For instance, he's actually hit double figures for goals since he mentioned that in the chat. And it's a little bit shorter than some of the other chats we've had, but it's still really good crack. And Christian certainly comes across as a very determined character who's keen to make a lasting impact in his time at Brunson Park. Before I do the brief sort of player bio introduction for Christian, a massive thanks once again go to Andy Hall and Amy Nixon in the media team at the club for helping facilitate this interview. Uh, their support is always really appreciated. And of course, uh, a big thank you to Christian for giving up his time after training for the chat. So who are we talking to today? Christian Dennis was born in Manchester in 1990 and began his career at Macclesfield Town, coming up through the academy at Moss Rose. After a handful of first-team appearances and a couple of loan spells, he was released and joined nearby Woodley Sports, followed by spells at Mossley and Curzon Ashton before he turned up at Stockport County. His time with the Hatters was up and down and he even had a loan spell back at Macclesfield before making his move into the AFL with Chesterfield. After time with North County, Grimsby and SPL side St Mirren, he joined the Blues in January this year and after a stop-start first few months, he's gone on to establish himself this season as an almost ever-present and one of the top scorers in the division. So here's the chat I had with Christian where we talked about a number of topics including an interesting experience with his manager at Stockport County at Cheshire Oaks, how much he's enjoying his time at Brunton Park and his thoughts on Keith Millen's comments about his match fitness when he joined the Blues. That's a really interesting bit by the way. So uh, there you go, enjoy! So, Christian, I was uh, I was doing a bit of uh, prep for this interview, looking back at your career, and probably fair to say you've had a you've had to do it the hard way by working your way back up through uh, non-league football, having been in a, an academy set up at Macclesfield, and to get yourself back to the point where you're at today, haven't you? Yeah, just um, I think it was about twenty, and ended up getting released. Didn't really play first team football. I think I only played five, six times, and then, like you say, go the hard way, just do part-time football, work a bit on the side try and make a living and then got me break and then look, look, think I've not looked back since. As you mentioned there, you started off Macclesfield in the academy, you, you got a pro deal there, only after you made a handful of first-team appearances in the end and then obviously you, you let go. In How tough is it as a young kid to work so hard to get yourself that pro deal in the first place, only to not really get a huge amount of chances and then get told, we don't think you're good enough and you have to go and start again lower down the league yeah it's tough I, I don't think I got a fair chance when I was there though but um, like you say it is tough to start again pretty much not really played any football and I was 20 years of age I think I was and it's pretty much starting again really like the last few years were for nothing really and then I think I went to Woodley Sports and started scoring a few goals and then not stopped since yeah 
in terms of that, so you, you mentioned that you were a Woodley supporter. You always think spent time at Mosley and um, so Mosley, sorry, and uh, Curzon Ashton. Done the hard yards of the Cheshire and yeah. Manchester non-league circuit. Oh didn't yeah, you? definitely. Um, did you think your dream of being a professional had gone at that point, or were you always determined to get yourself back in, in a pro deal? Somewhere? I never thought about it to be honest. I just yeah. wanted to um, just carry on playing footy. Yeah, and then some. I didn't think anything was going to happen. I never planned for it to happen. Yeah, and. I just carried on scoring and teams were looking at me and luckily someone Chesterfield took a punt on me a few years later yeah obviously you, before you went to Chesterfield you spent a bit of time at Stockport didn't you and obviously a, a big club seen they're now back in our division um, but probably going through quite a bit of a tough period at that time I think it's fair yeah. to say and you even then I got a loan move back to Macclesfield didn't you and I seem to remember you had a really good season there and they wanted to recall you to sell you in January yeah. and forgot to put a loan recall oh, clause on your loan that was carnage that was a manager's fault that at the time I think he'd just come in, I think it was Neil Young he was called, he said to me, no it's about 10 of us, like had another contract for the year later, and I was on holiday at the time, and he said, um, I want to see you tomorrow, like, meet us at Cheshire Oaks, like like a shopping outlet. Yeah, I lived down So I was like, okay, he's not going to take me all the way to Cheshire Oaks <laughs> to pie me off, and he was like, oh, I'm going to let you try and find another club, if even if you're on half the money I wouldn't have kept you. And all this, I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> and then luckily, I spoke to John Askey. He was a manager at Macclesfield because he was my youth team manager back in when I was there the first time. And he was like, "Yes, yeah, come and play for us, and like just leave there." And but I really enjoyed it at Stockport. It was right on my doorstep. Still live there now, and I, I wanted to do well there, but just could, didn't happen. And luckily, John was at Macclesfield and took a risk and paid off. Well, you'll be looking forward to the game at Stockport next month, then, won't you? I suppose. To yeah, I'm going to walk there, I think. Them, so it's there, only about 800 yards from me now, so. <laughs> For hand of that, isn't yeah. it? Um, you got yourself a move back into the EFL with Chesterfield. Scored plenty there. I think you managed, was it 21 45 in your second season? But yeah. despite that, the team got relegated. Oh, yeah. That must have been a bizarre feeling of being one of the top scorers in the division, and yet the rest of your teams. Yeah. I say not doing their part but obviously just, oh, no, we just, just couldn't pick out. up results we had a brilliant team but mm. um, we just couldn't get results and we were always playing catch up from towards the start of the season and we just got a bit too much for us and um, ended up going down about three or four games to go which was pretty rubbish but personally I did well I scored oh, 21 goals and I'd have took that before the season started And but it's just a shame to go down and as a result, obviously, with the amount of goals you scored, you earned yourself a move to Notts County, and the side, you know, a, a huge club, obviously a little bit overshadowed by their friends across the river, mm. but um, they had ambitions of promotion. Again, decent form there, but... Never got <laughs> a run of games, yeah. there, really. It was, the, it was carnage that year, because yeah. Kevin Nolan got sacked after five games, I yeah. think, and then Harry Kuehl come in, he got sacked after seven weeks, ten weeks, or something like that. And then... I think we had like with interim managers we had five managers by Christmas wow. and then the new manager come in wasn't really having me so I only went to Grimsby on loan yeah. and then yeah. as you can see from the other night they, in, they didn't like the goal did they? <laughs> no, <laughs> but, um, they enjoyed that yeah but that was you, you again got relegated there must have been oh, frustrating ridiculous but, yeah but it's, but, um, I was at Grimsby the second half yeah. of the season so I can't so count that <laughs> but um you left the Magpies and got yourself a move to St Mirren in Scotland. What was life for a different football experience? Because you spent your whole career in England. Yeah. And got to Scotland and be playing top flight football. It must have been 
eye-opening is probably the wrong phrase, but very different sort of experience. Oh, definitely, yeah, because I'd not offered me a deal, but I was bumming and arming whether to sign it or not, and then I got a call saying they were in for me, and I thought, it's different, totally different from what I've been mm-hmm. used to. You get a lot more exposure up there, living in Glasgow, playing Celtic Rangers, the Celtic, uh, and Ibrox. I thought, I might as well give it a go. What have I got to lose here? I could be ploughing around the conference going Dover away <laughs> or could be playing Celtic away yeah. and thought just give it a go yeah. what's the worst that can happen I'll be back here next season so just got my head down and moved up there and loved it even though it won't, I got injured quite a bit to be fair which was rubbish but yeah yeah, I think you've touched on it before. You you scored a goal at Celtic Park. Oh, did I? Yeah. yeah you don't mention it much, but uh, frustratingly, no fans there to see oh, it. Oh, yeah. I was just summed my time up there with injuries and yeah. that. Because I think we played, there was fans back in the season after, and we're playing Rangers on Boxing Day. Yeah. But then COVID it, and you're only allowed 500 fans. So, so we played at Ibrox in front of 500 as well. I might so. have had no one there. I know, exactly. But. Yeah, it was a good experience to play there, but it obviously would have been a bit better with the fans there. Yeah. So you mentioned the fact you had issues of injuries, and then come this January, there was an opportunity to return to England to come to Carlisle. I mean, you come into a side struggling at the bottom of the table. Do you not think, I hope this is third time looking at it? I don't relegated again. I'm not going to lie, after the. Who do we play at home? Port Vale? I thought, oh no, it's not going to happen again, is it? Yeah. But luckily, we had a change of management and. Simo come in and sorted it out. What, what convinced you that this was the right move for you at the time? Is it just a case of I want to get myself playing some bit of football yeah, and get myself back li- to England? Literally, if move back home, try and play some games and just try and score, score some goals. I've not really had a run of games for a while. Yeah. Thought I'd just get back in the team, start playing, and hopefully score. You're, you're brought in by Keith Millen as manager at the time, um, only for him to be sacked a month late. I mean, did you think to yourself, what on earth have I walked into here when that happened? 100% yeah <laughs> yeah but um, at least said about that the better I'd say yeah so <laughs> didn't, didn't end very well and then no. literally an hour later Simo turns up as the gaffer did you realise just how popular he was with the fans here when he arrived I'd heard about it but I didn't know obviously you've seen what he's done in the game yeah. and what he's done with England and whatnot. Yeah. and you could just tell from the first few days especially because we had a tough game didn't we late in Orient on a Saturday yeah. And then to go on to win five out of six pretty much secured a safety that didn't it. So it was just crazy turn of events in them few weeks. Yeah. Well, see, what's he been like to work with? Was it as a manager? Obviously, you've worked with plenty of managers down there. What's he been like? He's I mean, sound. He, he speaks to him if you want. He has a game plan every game, lets you know what he wants, when you want to do it. And it's just very thorough, and that's what we need. And you can see from the results we've been picking up, it, it works. When you came in originally in January, it was made very clear that you were coming in and you probably weren't fully match fit because you'd had a few injury issues at same That was nonsense. Yeah. No, you think that was nonsense? Yeah, that was, that was, that. That was the words Keith Miller I know it was, but it was nonsense. Oh, so you weren't happy with that then. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, obviously you, you were a little bit in and out of the side um, in that sort of run up to the end of the season. I think Simmer sort of switched things around as much yeah. as you can to keep people fresh. So come the summer, you're giving your... All your plans, obviously, as players to, to get yourself fit. How how do you, did you feel come the end of preseason? Did you feel you were really fit and ready to go? Ready yeah, for the campaign? compared to normal, yeah, I, I did more running than that. And cause you, I'm no matter how fit I get, I'm at the back of the running. <laughs> I am never a runner, but um, I give it a good go preseason and Touchwood stayed injury free and been able to build on that. And I think a good preseason helps you. And 
fingers crossed it has done so far and hopefully it continues. What did Simo say were your targets were for this season? Did he speak to you and say individually, this is what I want to see from you from this company? No, nothing. No. Just just as a team, he set a, like a bit of a target for us and hopefully we're on the way to do that and we'll see come the end of the season if we get it. You've got to be happy with the way your season's gone so far. I mean, scoring for fun, you know, you, you, you've been played pretty much near enough every minute, I think, of the games as well. I mean, that you must be pretty happy. Yeah, I thought the Crawley, I think it was five minutes in, and you, you can't get a better start than that, can you? That just eases everything. And um, luckily, he's kept faith with me, and we've only not scored in two league games or three. I'm yeah. not sure. And hopefully, if that carries on to the end of the season, then hopefully we'll be up there and pushing for the top places. Obviously, you've had these sort of good patches and games of you, goals you've scored, but even the games where you've not scored, your all round game seems to be something that's really I won't say come on terms of that season but we've seen a lot more of it this season yeah. in terms of the work you do off the ball and your link play as well that must be something you're happy with yeah definitely um, just try and do the best for the team literally if I'm doing well others are doing well around me and we've just got to keep doing that work as a team and get the results to push up there what are these lads like to work with as well because I mean in, in, in terms of obviously up front you've had a, a few different straight partners this year because it seems to me you're the only one who isn't cursed with injuries yeah, so far so far year. touch wood but, um, but yeah this season you had a few different straight partners but behind you that midfield's been fairly settled how important has it been you know those three you know um, Gibson Guy and, and Mox in particular yeah brilliant like they're all creative players it's, I mean, well, Callum sits a bit more he still looks to play them forward balls and Mox and Gibbo can like seen with Mox's goal the other day he's got some strike on him and some range of passing and Gibbo can do anything in a tight space or create something out of nothing and if we've got players like that then we shouldn't go far wrong you've got a few different strike partners as well haven't you in, in the team and <laughs> all different sort of attributes don't you obviously Amari blinding pace you know you can take anyone on um, Edmo's obviously a, you know, a big strong lad as well but a little bit of pace for him too and Jack showed as well on yeah, Tuesday night. He, he's got some. Well, obviously, Toby. <laughs> you yeah. him. He's not even featured this season. But yeah. last season, he'd come on in games and he caused chaos, wouldn't he? Oh, definitely. He's, he's good. Tobes last year. Yeah, really enjoyed watching him. And um, like it's, when everyone's fit, it's going to be a battle for to use playing. But um, fingers crossed. If I keep scoring, hopefully, I'll stay in the team. One thing Simo has mentioned recently that is the character in this squad they all seem to be good lads who will fight for each other and, and you know will stick up for each other on the pitch as well when, when things are not going right um, you seem to be quite a strong character yourself I think we've seen with some of your goal celebrations you, you're certainly quite happy to, to give it back to the away fans aren't oh, you when they give you a stick yeah I've seen, like, if they give you shit you do one thing and <laughs> it causes uproar doesn't it and yeah. th- but they're alright to give you a load of rubbish aren't they but um, yeah it is what it is isn't it fans are like that aren't they if you you easily get a reaction from him, no matter what you do. Then. I think one of my favourites was the. It wasn't even a goal you scored. It was the the Trambier one. Where oh it, there's, yeah. There's a brilliant video shown of the, the, the <laughs> fan celebration. And if you look just in front, you can see you and I can't remember maybe John Joe Riley. Joe Riley was mm-hmm. uh, quite happily giving it back to those fans because I remember I was stood in the sand that day and that that fellow who kept booting the ball. Exactly. The yeah. I bet he. I bet he was a popular bloke. Yeah, because I think if they'd won that game as well. They'd have been in the playoffs would, come yeah. the end of the season. I think they yeah. were one or two points off the playoffs, yeah. so sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you get yeah. what you're given. Yeah, that was, there was that real fighting spirit last season in the team. It's still there, that fighting spirit, but it just seems like the quality of the play and everything seems to have stepped up this season. Yeah, I think it has too. But um, 
I say you've got to earn the right to play in them positions and with that fight will help us with later on in the game when we've got the quality to break teams down when they're tired. Like I say we're fit and with the pre season we had most teams will be able to live with us come the end of the season and hope that continues. That's the key thing, is obviously we've we've had these it's rotten luck with injuries, I think it's fair to say. Since the start of the season, what we've speaking, there's been 11 players out injured. Do you feel like that, the work we've done on fitness, it's not so much you'll see it now, but come December when you know, it gets very busy with a lot of games packed yeah. together, that's when we'll really see the benefit? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, I think that's what they say. We don't want you to peak early on in the season. We need you mid towards the end of the season. That's when the it'll benefit you the most. So you've just got to trust what they say and fingers crossed it works have you set yourself a goals target for this season mm, I wanted double figures at the start of the season so well, you're nearly there so. <laughs> no, so might have to reassess that yeah. and um, hopefully it'll turn out well, it's basically a case of just keep scoring as much as you can and try and get us up the table I suppose and, yeah, yeah, right keeps, on the edge of the playoffs exactly, now, with exactly, all yeah. those players out as well if you keep scoring and winning games then we're not going to be far off at the end of the season are we so just got to, it's easier said than done though you've got to do, put the it's not played on paper is it the game so you've just got to Go into each game, try and win it, and see what happens. Obviously, you you and the others are getting goals at the other end, and at the other back in defence, you got bigger Thomas there, and, uh, <laughs> and then you're back free, and they're they're certainly doing a decent job too. Yeah, definitely. I think everyone's pulling together in the same. Everyone's got the same goal to win games, get up the table, and you see on the pitch we've only lost one this season, haven't we? So if that continues, we shouldn't be far off. Hopefully, come May. Frank, cheers. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Thanks, Christian. No worries. Well, there you go. That's uh, the chat I had with Christian and Dennis. I'm sure you agree. Yeah, a, a really interesting character as well. Um, it, it's a shame it wasn't a longer chat. Unfortunately, we were a little bit short on time, so we had to squeeze that one in. But again, thank you so much, Christian, for giving up his time, being very generous with it. And uh, thank you again as well to obviously Andy and Amy for helping sort out that interview. Um, obviously, that's uh, the last of the players that we interviewed done, but we do have one more special one to come. That's, of course, with a, a man who's sadly retiring from his role very soon, uh, John Halpin, you know, a brilliant servant to this club. And I, I sat down and had a, a really fascinating chat with him about his whole time at Brunner Park, from being a player right through to, you know, his work with the community, but also his time as uh, one of the joint managers alongside Dave Wilkes and, uh, you know, Michael Knight. And I think that's, yeah, what, what a crazy time that was. Uh, some really interesting things came out of that, but... um Again, Halpy, what a wonderful guy. But, uh, but yeah, this one's also about Christian, obviously. And uh, thank you again to him. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll have the Halpy one out fairly soon. And we're going to hopefully get a few more lined up with some former players in the new year. But we'll have to wait and see on those. So yeah, thanks once again for your time. And uh, up the blues. Yeah.